You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Currently. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to an early KC Current Offseason podcast. It's currently on no other pod, and we are crying. Uh, Christopher, Chris Wright, Dan Kuzer here. Chris, what's going on, man? How are you? Oh, I'm crying right there with you, man. Um, yeah, bro. It's sad that the season's over. Like, it, deal. We, we knew it was going to happen, right? We knew we were, we were not going to make the playoffs, but when it hits, it hits hard. And <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty bummed right now, but yeah, there's still a lot sure. of NWSL playoff soccer ahead, so... A lot of playoff soccer. At least we got an email from Patrick Mahomes. That was nice that he he hit me up and sent a postseason email like that. Did you get uh, the same one? Get the same oh, one. Got, damn, I thought it was special, dude. I, don't uh-huh. know. <laughs> I was like, Patrick Mahomes emailed me? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dude. Hey, we're here, man. Uh, we, we put up our best. We, we gave it our best shot. All right. We went in, tried to play spoiler. Um, I, I do have to ask real quick. If we would have beat Gotham, like they would have been out, right? Like yeah. it, it, I'm looking at it, Orlando would have jumped them and squeezed into the playoffs. So Orlando were the biggest KC Current fans on Sunday, and and we couldn't get it done for them. Wouldn't that have been wild? You know, we'll talk about decision day because we'll break it down. But or I feel so bad for Orlando, man. Like they were seventh place, tied with two other teams with 31 points. And they had a minus one goal differential, while Gotham and Angel City each had, uh, you know, one goal, uh, positive one goal as a goal differential. And Orlando, I just feel so bad. Angel City beat uh, uh, Portland, what, 5 1. 5 yeah. 1. And, and Angel that's... City squeezed in there. Sydney LaRue getting bicycles all over the place. What in the world is going on? I mean, the, the fact that they made it in with. A two two goal differential, but beat the best team in the league. They're one of the best teams by four goals. Is wild, yeah. And kept uh, kept kept Portland from getting that uh, pie platter of a of a shield. <laughs> Tell me you saw that. Uh, that is the worst thing. That is terrible. That's the trophy, bro. I'm pretty sure I have one of those in my cabinet. Uh, I, my grandma probably has like ten of them. I mean, it's a pie plate. What is that? I mean, it's Thanksgiving's right around the corner, so they're like, here you go, ladies. Pumpkin pie. Embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It, it's pretty weird when the men's overall shield is, you know, as big as your, like, chest, right? Well, my chest. <laughs> no. <laughs> and and the women's are like, hey, look at this cute little thing. And it's like, God dang it. This is this is just embarrassing. At least, at least NWSL is partnering with Hippany & Co. for the new trophy. Those look pretty sweet. I'm not right. gonna lie; it's a huge improvement. I mean, that partnership though. Tiffany's done done partnerships with like Nike. They've had like very expensive sneakers. Uh, sneakerhead here, guilty. And I'm like, uh, can't afford those, but man, that'd be dope. So to have them partner with a trophy, gonna be blinged. Gonna be blinged up. Did you see the pictures? Honestly, no. Googling now. Well, it's in uh, it's it's in our format. If you want to scroll down to the bottom, saying you've got down minutes. Here. Yeah. Scrolling, scrolling. Gee, man, Christmas, you got screenshots. <laughs> oh, baby. Look at that guy. It Woo! Looks pretty sweet. And the fire in the background keeping it warm for you. <laughs> yeah. And they have some pictures without the fire, but, uh, uh, you know, you got to throw some fire in there. I mean, fire makes everything better. Dude, it looks, yeah, it looks good. And right next to that MVP trophy as well, uh, which is just over half the size of the champion trophy. So, that's, that'd be pretty cool to win. And I think I, I read something that they are intending to change, change the Shield Trophy, um, but this took priority, you know, those two. So next oh, year, I think they're going to... I don't want to keep that. <laughs> Look, how, how do you try and recruit top players in other leagues when you're like, this is the Shield Trophy, this is, you know, right. half a year's worth of hard work. And if then, you want to win the regular season, here's a Frisbee for your troubles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not the only ones making fun of this right we're not being insensitive like everyone's laughing at this right it yeah it's pretty bad okay 
It, I just want to make sure we're not being dicks and everyone's being dicks. No, it, it's one of those things like you see all the progress the NWSL has made and then you see that and it just kind of brings you back down a notch. Like there's still work to be done. <laughs> like it's like looking back where you came from. It's like, oh, we haven't gone that far. We <laughs> little further to go. Not as far as we thought. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, dude, it's a wild week, man. Uh, NWSL playoffs are among us. Uh, as mentioned, we drew with uh, Gotham on Sunday. Uh, I'm I'm kind of a newly converted uh, Swifty over here. Are you uh, are you you familiar with that term? <laughs> I'm I'm very familiar. I'm very. Bro, I had a hell of a time at the concert film. I just got to throw it out there. I just keep I just keep thinking about it. It was just it was so immersive. I had a great really? time. Did yeah. Did you sing along with the with all the Swifties? I don't know all the words. Um, she tells a story, though. I mean, she's good with words, right? As she writes these songs. Yeah. Um, but my brain works differently. Someone could be rapping about the most insensitive shit and just offensive. I wouldn't know. I'm just getting down because it's a funky beat. Like, I hear mu- I hear music over words. A lot of other people hear words, but the, the beat doesn't really get them. So I'm just like, ah. And there's some songs that did not age well that I... But I didn't know what they were singing about. I was like, oh, shit, that was weirdly sexual. What am I doing? <laughs> I'm the same way. I listen to a lot of, like, uh, German music. It, 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 I'll listen to music from anywhere. Oh, and, you have no idea what they're singing. Well, I mean, yeah, like, I don't, I'm not a lyrics guy. Like, yeah. Nick is not either. You know, I'm just not a lyrics guy. I'm a beat. If You can have the best lyrics in the world, but if, if it's with a bad beat or with a bad, like, riff of a song, I'm, I don't really care. I, mean, so, I gotta tell you, we weren't batting an eye when Black Eyed Peas sang Let's Get R-Worded. <laughs> and then they had to change it to Let's Get It Started. And it's like, oh, that would have been a better a better thing first. Yeah. Funky sure. beat, not great words. Yeah. yeah, so I could be like singing things I have no idea, and I do, in a foreign language. And I just kind of really hope it's not insensitive. But, you know. That's that's risky. It, it, it's very <laughs> risky. It's very risky. So it was a good time, though. It was a good time. But that's what it is. Uh, you know, I cried a little bit. Like, just okay. music Music moves me. I was a music major, you know. Uh, and it just, if it's like I got a good melody going on, man, I'll, I'll get in my feels a bit. It's a little wild. So if I went, would I be around a bunch of other people singing their hearts maybe, out? Maybe not anymore, right? Because, like, the newness of the opening weekend is kind of wearing off. We went at noon on a Sunday. So it was, like, not too bad. But it's damn near three hours of music, and that's a great concert. That's a hell of a time. I feel like you kind of have to participate. It's one of those things you can't just sit there and be quiet and, and watch. Am I wrong? I or am I? Okay. I mean, some people clapped and hooped and hollered like an actual concert. Some people had glow sticks. I was like, that's dope. Uh, but I I just sat there and enjoyed it like a movie. You know, no one really bothered me. So it was fine. Pretty wild, man. We are in our We're in our Taylor Swift era with the whole Chiefs connection and everything. It's... It's all I want to talk about. So you guys want to talk about it? Get at me. <laughs> we'll bring you updates throughout the off season. How about that? yeah? Getting a fan page on Twitter here. Hold up. <laughs> oh man, hey this uh, this starting eleven, dude, just as just as good as it could be. I mean, it's uh, we weren't phoning it in. We weren't taking the week off because we were eliminated. This is the best choice lineup to put out to compete. What do you say? Yeah, yeah, uh, Kaiser. Um, had an excused absence, and and so did uh, Stina. So, yeah, neither Kaiser was that like her brother's wedding or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do want to just preface this little segment with uh, Alexa Spanstra for president. Just gonna throw that out there. Please stay in KC, Spanstra, because you've been a little badass these last few games. I'm just like, I'm floored that uh, that that quality is there, man. Taking shots outside the box. Just cutting it in and curling it over there. She nutmegged that defender yeah. and then went across the face of the box and put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, she's sassy. I, we, <laughs> I, I mean, it, just unreal. Like the fact that we got to watch her develop all year it has been so much fun. And that's, you know, that's why, you know, something like the Challenge Cup was so important. Because we oh, didn't yeah. have a chance to see her get on the field, really, until the Challenge Cup. And that gave her an opportunity 
to get those yeah. reps, get those minutes and, and, and kind of get that experience. And now, you know, we had a hell of a rookie class, hell of a rookie class. Yeah. I, uh, man, I feel like, look, I, I jumped the gun a little bit for a minute. I, I just, I was so hype over Spanstra. I totally did not mention that we gave up two goals in the first 15 minutes, something yeah. like that, right? Yeah, 15 uh, minutes. Not great. Don't like to see our old buddy Kristen Edmonds getting an assist. Um, love to see her flopping around, though. Good to see that she's uh, just falling down with not getting pushed and getting fouls called. Like, that's the kind of game we want to play? Okay, go for it. That I didn't think we were, uh, I didn't think we were men soccer players. I thought we were badass women who don't flop. Like, I don't know, you know, I don't know if a long time ago when this team came back from, from Utah, we had a, I don't, I think it was a challenge cup game. I can't remember exactly, but we were playing Portland and, you know, there was a bit of a scuffle between Morgan Weaver and, uh, Kristen Edmonds and Kristen pushed her in the face, got, got in her face, pushed her hands to the face. I think there was like three red cards. I think it was a most in a game. Um, so she has some sass. She has some badass to her shit. She has some fire. So to see her kind of flop and, it, yeah. it's you know, it's one of those things like, uh, what happened, Kristen? You go to Gotham. You go to the- Gotham, start making these TikToks where you got no rhythm. I don't know what that's about. Uh, I have no rhythm on if I were to make TikToks. I can't say anything. I know. Just don't make them, buddy. Don't do it. Don't get on there. It's uh Actually, we should get on there. We should. We we'd be TikTok fam. We'd be too famous, you guys. We can't get on there. It'd be, it'd be no good. Uh, hey, before we get in and start taking a deep dive into this game, uh, want to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. How you like my mustache? I like it. I dig it. Crushing it, it, dude. All great men have mustaches. Do you know that? What are you trying to say? Trying to say I'm not great? (laughs) Not great, bro. All great men got it. Uh... (laughs) So I got a little, I got a little beard oil. Put some oil on that guy, and then you finish it off with the balm to kind of get all the stray hairs all mushed together. It's a, it's, a, it's a process, you know. A partial mustache. Does it have to be a full, or does it can it be just a couple of whiskers here and there? Uh, no, okay. Hold up, Nick saying uh, our producer Nick, great guy, great guy. Horrible take sometimes. He said uh, beard oil is a ripoff, and I have to say you're wrong, sir. You don't have the long hair. You, you, the beard, you have to oil. It keeps you from having like dandruff on your shirt, for God's sakes. Beard dandruff. And and hair needs oil back in it because you shampoo it. You wash your face. It strips it of all its essential nutrients. You got to oil up. Everyone knows this. I don't know it. Well, you don't know this because you've had the same cowlick hairdo you for, for 27 years. Over here. <laughs> I, I mean, I wish I could change it, but <laughs> God oh. gave me. Nick, we need to get we need to get you a makeover, my friend. We'll, we'll get you in the chair like a cup of girl. Okay. Can we get a beard oil sponsor here and you know? Hey, not I knew a bad idea. I know a guy, KC. We'll get that going. <laughs> uh, dude, I do want to point out we had almost as many shots on goal as Gotham had. All right, it's four to five. They had five. Uh, their expected goals: one point three eight to point nine four. 
Uh, possession was pretty pretty equal. Passing accuracy, pretty equal. They peppered us a little more with shots. Not so much shots on goal, but 14 to 8 on shots total. It 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 just felt bad right off right out the gate when Midge uh love Midge first, really love her. And she just puts one away on us, so don't really love her anymore. <laughs> Six minutes, dude. I I didn't know what to feel. I was like, this sucks. This just this how it's gonna go. This is gonna set the tone for my next two hours of watching this game. I I, I thought the same thing. I was thinking like, all right, the last game of the season, you want to finish strong. We were all hyped up about it. You know, we wanted to be the spoiler, and right out the gate, just bad defending, great strike, some some bad defending, and I was just hoping. I did. I didn't think that we would be able to come back from behind like we did. Like I thought if they oh, were yeah. going to score or if we get a couple goals, they could just pack, you know, park the bus, pack it in, and that'd be kind of how the, the, the day would go. You're right. And going down 2-0 uh, in the 15-minute, uh, Yasmin Ryan, my sister from Kristen Edmonds, gets a second one. But everyone knows 2-0, that scoreline, that next goal is the most important. And, and we took advantage. You mentioned that we wanted to play spoiler and kind of wanted to play it a little more because on the on the Snacks podcast with Lynn Williams and Sam Mewis, Lynn in jest was like, oh, you know, Casey Current's already out of it. You know, can't they just can't they just let us have this? You know, uh, I know it was a joke, but I me, I'm like, oh, we ain't let you have nothing. Oh, you you don't let no one have nothing in sports, man. And uh, we didn't. We made it very hard on them. Uh, also, something of note, Sam Mewis kind of refers. Uh, to Casey Current, not really as her team, kind of refers to them in like like third person situation, not third person. I don't know what is it, second person, like you know, they them, yeah, like a they them, and not us. You know, she's not she never she never truly has claimed Casey Current as her own, and the entire city kind of got behind Sam Mewis, uh, really wanted to, you know, see her play, see her be healthy, see her be successful, and. You know, I, I think she's getting her medical bills paid for by Kansas City. So it's just kind of it's kind of weird. I kind of expected her to maybe be like on the sidelines or be at, you know, do some signings or something. I, I don't know what the contract entails, but it's it's been a weird ride with Sam Mewis, wouldn't you say? I think right out the gate, um, and Vanessa even had the same observation I did when she did her introductory press conference. You can see, you know, Angie Long's over the moon, you know, introducing her super happy, you know, Kansas City. As a soccer community, we're all ecstatic. And it just never felt like she bought in fully. And I could be wrong, by the way. I could very well be wrong. But that was just an observation I had and, and Vanessa had. Um, so it's a, it's not much of a surprise that she didn't do much with the team. But it is at the same time. You know, last year she was on the sideline a lot, right? Mm-hmm. She She was being that kind of veteran leader, even though she wasn't playing, you know, on the training ground, you know on the field, you know, helping coach players up, share her experience, share her leadership ability. Uh, and last year we went to the finals. I'm not saying that was a difference maker, but I'm sure that certainly helped last year and could have helped this year. I know she's rehabbing from an injury. You know, there is points when, you know, she couldn't even walk, right? Or it's the, the begin, beginning of her surgery or right after. I thought having her do some signings with the fans, still be somehow engaged, be, you know, with the team if possible. I mean, not not all the time, right? She's not going to play, but just come, come into Kansas City here and there, be with the team. I thought that's what we would have been looking at with her contract. But none of that actually came into fruition. Yeah, and, and you know, people have talked about this. We're not the only ones having this discussion. It's just, uh, we're just wildly speculating. Like, I, I don't know if she's here next year. Uh, and I still love not. Sam. I would love it, but, you know, the I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, I mean, who knows if she'll play again? I mean, is yeah. that even is she hoping to? I don't know. I don't yeah. think. I don't think anybody really knows. Sadly, hard to say. Well, we veered there for a minute. Um, we're down two nil. Fifteen minutes in. Eleven minutes later, Alexa Spanstra, dude. Alexa, freaking Spanstra. Just she just took it into her own hands. And and I do want to say, Alex Loera is a great player. Um, did she give away a ball to that led to that first, was it the first goal where she just took a real bad touch, like a heavy touch 
yeah. and gave it away right out the bat. And it was like, wow, that's not, you know, that's not in her wheelhouse. That's not what Luetta does. But she does hit this beautiful long ball to Spanstra down the right-hand side, cuts in, beats two defenders, long-ass shot over the goalkeeper. And it was just, it was gorgeous, man. Her first career goal regular season was last weekend, and she bounces back with this. So consecutive matches, um, it sucks we don't have another one right now to, to talk about, to, to get hyped, just maybe see another Spanster goal. Um, she's, she's also the freaking, or Loetta is also the uh, club leader in assists. Did you, know, did you hear that? Uh, fourth assist of the season. Okay. And her assists aren't just little, bloop, like little passes off. They're like long balls. She hits that long ball. Well, speaking of that, I know we're going to touch on it in a minute. I don't want to get there just yet, but that Dabinia cross where it was an own goal from Jenna Nyswanger, that pass to Dabinia was Loetta. So she will get credit for it um, for an assist. or Yeah. But the run of play, she set that whole thing up. But going back to the Spanish star goal, man, you know, I feel like she should take the, you know, Rob Van Dam, like, whole effing show. I feel like that's what, you know, it should be her nickname. It's whole effing show. There it is. Like yeah, her motor is incredible. She works so hard. She's great on ball. She kind of reminds me of a, I don't know, I don't want to say this lightly, but she has a lot of ability like a Dabinia. Like, her vision's incredible. She can see a lot of things. She can handle on ball pressure. You'll see, you know, defenders running at her where it looks like she does she doesn't have um you know an angle to make the pass but she'll make a move get out of the situation and, and make the easy pass like i can't say enough about her vision and then you know her ability to finish to hit those those long shots her back heel pass or assist last week as a rookie to to see what she is doing i mean we can only be excited about you know year 2 and and moving forward alex low Rada. That's what it is. It's right there. Uh the whole Evan show, man. Uh, but you're right. No, you 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 mentioned it. She lobs the ball over the back line, finds Dabinia. Dabinia tries to get it across to Hamilton. It gets a little own goal action, but that's that's the creation. That's what happens. Um and if we lose this game, we're maybe not talking about the good things Loetta does. We're maybe talking about that heavy touch she had in the sixth minute. We're maybe talking about that a little more. Because it was it was very uncharacteristic of her to, you know, maybe not check her shoulder and see that a defender's coming, um, or just kind of get be lazy on it. So she knew it right away when that when when it was poked in the goal, she just puts her head down like she knew she knew what happened. Yeah, and I was a little frustrated with the the second goal from um, Gotham. It just felt like uh, Yasmin and Ryan kind of cut up the box, right? And yeah. I saw a couple players do a little bit of a half lunge expecting somebody else to step up and it was just they got caught kind of being lazy ball watching yeah it, it's wild she, that the assist goes to Hamilton you know because yeah. like you know Ryan did all the all the work there at the end <laughs> yeah yeah exactly man well it was I mean dude so you're looking at now it's 2-1 it's like well this is wild okay uh, or no sorry 2-2 two, two now in the first freaking half. You're like, did we just watch four goals in the first half? Can't wait to see what the second half has in store. And I'll let you know, news fest. <laughs> no goals, man. Nothing. I was like, someone's going to win this game. Or it's going to end like 3-3, 4-4, something, right? And uh, nothing came. You know, AD French had to come up clutch a few times. Um, Elizabeth Ball, dude. Elizabeth Ball had like a yeah. sprinting opportunity, and even the broadcaster was like, "Is that Elizabeth Ball? What? What is she doing? She like slide tackled the keeper." Yeah, it was wild because you look and you're like, "Who's that new forward? What the?" <laughs> you know, as a defender, you know you never have those moments, but you're just waiting for it. You're just just give me a chance, get me in, coach. Like let me make that run. And I'm going to make the most of it. And she did. You don't normally see a center back doing that. No. And I can't think of the last time Elizabeth Ball had that one-on-one -on -one run. So yeah. I'm sure she was just, a, you know, couldn't believe what she was seeing and just wanted to uh, make the most of that opportunity. 
all the outside backs were just like, oh, well, I guess we'll we'll stay back. <laughs> she she's going forward. I guess we'll we'll slot in centrally here. Not even I want to help assist on the play. Like oh, I'll just hang back and you know, yeah, cover her. C- kind of need to like our center backs up there, uh, being a striker. So good stuff. <laughs> Love to see it though. Love to see it. Um, well, dude, this this just you know I I love I love not seeing Lynn Williams score. Love love to see that she hasn't scored. They kept they kept saying it. She hasn't scored since like June something. Is that right? I'm not sure, but I think it's been a while. Cool. She had a great start. She had a hell of a start. She came out, I think she was leading the league in, in goals at one point. Yeah. We, we were looking like suckers for the trade. I mean. Mm-hmm. And then went to the World Cup and maybe lost her confidence. Uh, because Probably because she wasn't played enough. Yeah. Like she just kind of rode the bench, man, and uh, came back and wasn't really in form anymore. So you, I, in that sense, I guess you blame the World Cup. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, she was on uh, fire until she went to to play. She was dangerous though, man. Like French had to come up big for her a couple times. Um, when she was on the ball, you were like, "Oh shit, she she's quality." Like it's, it's like airy. Please don't, please don't. Like yeah, right. Um, this was what, what do you what do you think about the uh, their attendance for this game? Uh, Red Bull Arena is a big a big place. Um, they had let they had nine thousand people there, you know. New York, New York Red Bulls don't even really fill it up. Honestly, uh, I've been there, and it's a very, very large place. I, I mean, I think it's disappointing, especially because it was Allie Krieger's last match, who had a hell of a save, by the way, on on the goal line when Hamilton yes. kind of oh took God. that ball and got that shot off, and she came flying in and was able to to, to basically, you know, prevent a goal. Right. If she ta- if she holds up on that shot and maybe just takes a second and lets Allie Krieger just go flying by, I think maybe she has time to put that away. But coulda, shoulda, woulda, uh, Allie Krieger had a hell of a final match. Well, not final match because playoffs coming, right? Final uh, home match, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, see where they play, but um, well, I mean, yeah, final. Yeah, they yeah, don't. Final they don't match. have. They don't have hosting capabilities because they're that final seed, right? Yeah, which goes to your point. Nine thousand. K plus or whatever in attendance. I don't know how that's you're sending off a national team legend. You, you know, well, that's rough. I mean, she's no Megan Rapino, I guess. Rapino gets like 35,000 people there. Uh, New York, 9,000 per capita. I mean, I know we talked a little bit about it, but you know, in a previous podcast on attendance, but I don't understand how they're not getting more butts and seats. Have you been up there at all? You don't go to many away games. Um, it's not that easy to get to i mean it is on it's unlike harrison new jersey um it's not really commutable you know i mean it is what it isn't so you go to somewhere like seattle and you got people going to places nearby and just walking to the game uh harrison new jersey not exactly a, a walkable situation so it was different okay. we definitely had to lift there and um we quite not cheap either right quite the different situation so well, season is uh, in the bag, my friend. Um, ending with a, a draw. Could have played spoiler for Allie Krieger's final match, uh, but Ashland Harris was too busy playing spoiler uh, for that. Uh, Damn. It, rough. It, yeah. And, and by the way, uh, just one quick note on that game. I love the their resilience to come back. They could have very easily packed it in on a meaningless game. Um, you know, but they, they, they came back and they weren't going to give up. So yeah, I, I, I'm just happy they didn't, you know, j- just take that L and lay down after going down two nil. You take that into the off season, new stadium opening up, a uh, little momentum going into that little chip on your shoulder. Um, something positive so, to look for with, you know, again, with Spanstra, right? Like hundred percent. Michelle Cooper growing next year, sophomore yep. year. Robinson had a decent year. She was thrown right into it against some of the best players in the world, and and she grew over the course of the season. So, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's take a quick break and come back and uh, hit a bunch of tidbits. Stay right there. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Hey, I do want to piggyback on what I what I teased there is that. Uh, I didn't know 
so many people uh, cared about Ashlyn Harris and Allie Krieger and their personal life. It is it is quite uh, out in the open now. And it's like, dude, normal people get divorced. No one bats an eye. No one gives a shit. It happens. It's sad. You know, you move on. You're in a healthier place, hopefully. But when you're in like the spotlight like this and Ashlyn Harris is getting so much hate, like people are posting her worst mistakes as a goalkeeper. I'm like, stop. As a goalkeeper anyways, one you could have 10 great moments, but one mistake is what's going to be out there for your legacy. It sucks, dude. Goalkeeper is an unforgivable role. And it's hard. It's hard to get on the field as a goalkeeper for one. But two, you make one mistake, it's all everyone's talking about. So now this divorce thing's happening and Ashlyn's dating someone new and it's like, apparently they've been separated for a bit. Why is everyone bashing Ashlyn thinking she tried to spoil, you know, she filed papers the week before the game just to spoil her uh, final game? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know if that, you know, we don't know if, if Allie was okay with it or like go ahead and do it get it over with you know yeah. she knew it was coming you know i don't know i know people magazine i think reported at first to my knowledge or that's where i first saw it so i think that was tmz honestly or actually like a fan did a fan leaked it okay yeah i mean i i wish this would have not been the topic of conversation on our last you know potential last game yeah but it is what it is. Um, I think she handled it with with grace as best you can, and we got to mention it. It's in WSL news, but yeah. also I'm annoyed. I hate it. I I think it's the most dumb thing in the world. They're adults. We're adults. What are we talking about it for? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's kind of juicy if if you're you know kind of into that you're thing. Into that? But... but tell me how that affects you people tell me how anyone's relationship affects you at all people just want to talk yeah i mean it's it's easily and it's easy to be entertained by it i'll say that if, if you're into that thing it's easy to be entertained at the end of the day it's not your life you know let people live their life like i will i don't know i I say that, but here we are, the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift stuff. So I don't know if we're <laughs> hypocrites, but all great men have mustaches, baby. Oh. Uh, I will say you want more eyes on NWSL soccer. Here you are. You, go, you know, get a juicy little, little divorce paper thing going on. And people are all of a sudden paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> Bring Taylor Swift to a Kansas City current game, man. Like that would. Apparently, uh, Alex Morgan is like, hey, Taylor's always welcome to come to San Diego. Shut up, Alex. Just shut up. <laughs> she. She ain't going there. We already have enough in, in San Diego and LA. Let, let us have this Midwest thing. She's from Tennessee, I believe, Taylor Swift. Let us have a yeah. Midwest. Tennessee's she not Philly? Midwest. Oh, yeah, that's right. But she did live in Tennessee, I think. Well, yeah, she just got her music start and everything. I don't know. I'll let you know. I'm currently studying to be a Swifty, so we'll... Uh, okay, uh, C- correct me on anything Swift. Just Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, dude, I just feel that... Um, oh, my God. I lost my fucking train of thought. Alex Morgan. Oh, I remember. Mark Cuban can shut the hell up too. How, do you do you know about Mark Cuban? Yeah, trying to get her to date a player in in Dallas. Who does that? Who goes and says, "I think you need to break up with this guy and go for this guy." Shut up, Mark Cuban. You rich asshole. <laughs> I mean, yeah, on this edition of T- Taylor Swift podcast, you know, yeah. like, now what are we doing? What did you see? What Travis Kelsey said. Like, you know, I'm happy to sign like a 10-day contract. Right. Or something exactly. like I'll that. Be, I'll be one of your players, right? Yeah. Oh, man. I just, I don't know why people care so much about other, just let let people love. Just love, love, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I'm right you there love, with love. you. Look at your face. You look sour pussy. I, <laughs> I didn't mean to say that word like that, but that, I, you know. Look like sour pussy. You know, moving on. Deci- you know, decision day results. <laughs> A decision day results, man. Uh, San Diego took the freaking crown. San Diego took the freaking crown. I think this is the second year in a row, or maybe the third and four years or something, that Portland was ahead on the last day and blew it um, for okay. the Shield. Sorry, yeah, for the Shield. So Last year it happened the same way? I think so. I think they lost to O.L. Reign uh, on the last game. So... 
Portland clearly missing out on that 15k per player uh, bonus you get. Um, they've already made enough here, but you know Portland scored a lot of goals, man. They, I mean, they also let in. T- they scored 11 more than San Diego, but also allowed 10 more than San Diego. Right, so it all kind of equals out with the differential. But uh, they they showed that they can score goals. As as Sophia Smith wins, you know, Golden Boot. I like I th- I just feel so bad for Orlando because I I was really hoping for Orlando to get in. They're kind of my underdog. Um, they kind of they came on at a good time, and all they had to do was win, and not allow. You know, hope that Gotham didn't win and not allow, but not they they didn't, couldn't control it. But hope that Angel City wouldn't win by like three or more goals. That's exactly yeah. what happened. So, I mean, and they won too. They did, they controlled, they did what they could to control the the outcome. But I, I'm just surprised that Angel City put it on Portland. Portland had mm-hmm. something to win. They, the shield was on the line and they just got absolutely blasted. And that's okay because then Portland's going to have this fire under them going into the playoffs. They, they still got their bye. You know, top two teams don't have to play. Um, so they'll, they'll, they, they're still in a good position, right? They just don't right. have a pie platter to show for it. Um, and and that's 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 fine. I think that'd be a favorable position, man, because you want to win it all rather than winning the the regular season trophy anyways. You want that you want that NWSL championship at the end of the year. Right. 5-1 Angel City, man. The story was Sydney LaRue's bicycle kick. And then video surfaces of her and her son practicing bicycle kicks in the yard like a year ago which I'm like, that's kind of wild. And then it, the video shows her son like in the stands, just in shock that right. she hit that. And she did. She hit that from a ridiculous angle, for God's sakes. Wasn't even in front of the goal. Was was far off to the side. And it just slants into the goal. I couldn't believe that. The The woman has not played the whole year. Like she, she's been out in and out, right? Right. And then she just comes in and shows why she's still good. It was fun. It was a fun goal, man. I mean, I, I think as any striker, you kind of dream of getting a bicycle kick or anybody who plays, you know, having that opportunity. And it usually doesn't work out well when you try it. You just you, you jump, you fall on your back, you could like hurt your shoulder, you you, yeah. you whiff or you sky the thing. Um, the odds of actually making a goal off of a bicycle kick are probably very, very, very low. But she did it beautifully. Have you ever done it? You ever made one? I did as a kid. I did oh, as a kid. Bit. So you remember yeah. that. I, you, damn right, I remember that. Wow, I, but I remember all my goals too. But I've never even like attempted one. Never even like thought to or been in the position. It's just crazy. And that was back when I could like jump up, get some air, hit the ground, and then be okay and, and fly right back up, no problem. Now, right, it's gonna take a couple extra minutes to to recover from that. Listen, now you now I do it, and it's like call the wife, get the heating pad warmed up. So. <laughs> Text Marissa, hey, it's going to be a rough one. You know, just be, be ready. Day. Get the ice bath going, all right, babe? <laughs> Horrible time. Well, hey, good to see Chicago Red Stars came out and and they were themselves. You know, a little, little losing 3-0. Ain't no thing. Uh, they must love playing us, though, because they, they know they can score against us. Yeah. It's weird. You know, uh, sh- Chicago, real quick, one thing I saw last night, took me by surprise. Alyssa Nayer has led in, when I say led in, their defense put her in this situation. They have a, uh, goals against 50. Whoa. 50. I don't know if that's a league record. I'm going to I'm gonna check because I'm curious myself. They let in 50 goals against. That's true, man. They are negative 22 differential and we're negative six as the next worst. Like a negative six doesn't even sound that bad. Negative six is that number where you just missed out on the playoffs, right? Um, and essentially, we did. We were five points out. So th- this this whole the standings has been one of the closest races in recent memory. Like I, I know they play a lot less games than a lot of other leagues at twenty two, right? But uh, it's been a pretty tight race all year. Yeah, I I am looking at. Something that's interesting, and you know, the Spirit lost to to North Carolina. Um, I know I'm jumping ahead here, but I have a fun stat. Yeah, it, it, 
Did you see that uh, Trinity Rodman red card, by the way? Uh, I, I think it was shown on the broadcast. Um, okay. What'd she do? Uh, she got the ball taken and she went to catch up and it looked like she wanted to do some contact, but she also kind of like caught the player's foot from behind and she was like stepping on it. Like just literally stepped on her foot and the, the player's foot slid. It was a clear red. It was, it was a red. Yeah. It looked like it wasn't intentional. It looked like she wanted to, to maybe foul them or get some contact, but not it quite was a early, red. Right? Like an early red. It was very early. And that kind of set the tone, especially against the North Carolina team, has the highest possession percentage in the league by far. You can't mm-hmm. go down a player. And, you know, the, their if courage is won. If they would have won, man, that pops them into the freaking uh, fourth, fourth, uh, fourth seed. Yeah. And then instead, they're on the outside. They're in the eight position looking out, looking it, in. And here's the the craziest stat to me. They had the fewest, uh, Washington Spirit had the fewest losses of any team. Uh, sorry. They had only six losses and they didn't make the playoffs. So out of all the teams that made the playoffs, playoffs, they had the fewest losses. Yes, they did. That is six. That is didn't, wild. Yeah. But they had a lot of draws in there. They had more draws than wins. So it's like, if you can't get the three points uh, throughout the year, it's not going to happen. Right. You know, I mean, we we had more wins than they did. Yeah. How, let me ask you, how did you watch? Did you watch like all the games? Were you bouncing back or forth? Or were you checking the the the, the scores or, or standings as the... I was checking the standings as the games were going. But I, I you know, I just watched the KC Current game. Yeah. Um, staying locked in there. It's, dude, Trinity Rodman's got to feel very silly for getting that. Er- How early was the red? It was early, right? Yeah, I'll find out real quick. I mean, because when that happened, you kind of knew, wow, they, I mean, win and they're in, essentially. Um, I mean, it, it, other things had to happen and other things did happen. And they could have absolutely made the playoffs. Gotham would have been out, would have been a very sad story. And, and in that situation, Casey Current would have played spoiler by keeping them to a stalemate draw. Uh, but, but man, Washington Spirit was on top of the world for a lot of the year, a lot of the season, man. And, and Trinity Rodman's part of that equation. And when she goes out, kind of a done deal. You're, you might as well, might as well go home. Uh, 23rd minute. So, I mean, very early. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, the bracket is set, my friend. I mean, the, the games start um, this this weekend, right? Or no, Friday. There's a Friday night game and a Sunday game for those quarterfinals, the uh, the teams that don't have a bye. So that'd be fun. Uh, yeah. Any predictions for that? You got Gotham versus North Carolina and Angel City versus OL Reign. Uh, so I'm going to start with Friday. Um, Angel City plays OL Reign. I'm going to I'm going to go Angel City. They've been on a tear. They had a huge, I don't know if it, if it's continued or if they lost. I can't remember. But they had a huge unbeaten streak. Um, and, and they, they're firing on all cylinders. You know, hired up. Their, uh, their coach, you know, she was an interim coach. And she's clearly going to keep her spot. I don't see any way how they, Angel City lets their interim coach go. Um, uh, Tweed, she's bringing the best out of those players. I their form has been great. I, I, I see LA, um, Angel City, uh, advancing over OL Reign. OL's been very hit and miss. They beat a, a bad Chicago team, so you can't put much stock into that. I, right. I think that North Carolina is going to, to beat New York on Sunday. I can I, I concur with both of those assessments. Honestly, um, do you want to take a quick side note here? You mentioned. The, the term interim coach. And it's very much sounded like Coach Weblum was lobbying for her job at the end of this season uh, in a little interview saying she thinks she's done enough to uh, show that she can be a head coach in this league, whether here or at another team. And uh, is anyone going to say bullshit? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. What, what, what is enough? I don't know. What's enough? Taking us to the Challenge Cup final and losing, I guess, or or making us miss the playoffs. I mean, I don't, I don't know. 
not changing the formation up until the final couple games. I, I think it's tough because I think she did a, a good job. I don't want anyone to lose their job, by the way. I just want to preface that. I don't think it's great for anyone to be fired, but I think it's very cheeky to just be like, yeah, I think I should be a head coach. And it's like, oh, shit. Okay, show your worth, girl. <laughs> I mean, if you if you take a look at the comments on, on some of the tweets where, you know, they covered her, that comment, nobody is, you know, nobody's really agreeing with her. Um, most people are like last or second to last place, you know, uh, they'll pulling out that I, I think she did some really good things and in, in tough situations you know this team was injured throughout most of the year we were never ever 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 fully healthy um she didn't have a great hand to deal with right she, i mean she had she had a good roster but just we couldn't get the roster on the field at the same time yeah. I, I think she did do a lot of good things but even with that being said i don't know how you know we can have the roster even as we had injuries throughout and we had to make adjustments. Some players were able to play at, at times, others not at times. I don't I don't think you can finish 11th place and, and earn a spot or earn that head coach position, especially this, you know, we talk about it all the time. This front office is demanding. We are not yeah. here to, to finish second, third, fourth, or fifth. We're here to finish first every time. These longs don't fuck around. The Mahomes, they, they like to win. They know what it's like to win. This front office will invest every resource possible, including building a new stadium, a new training facility, sparing no expense to win. I, I don't know how the salary cap situation is working. I'm not going to question it. I don't know, but like they they want to win, and they're going to put all their resources towards that. I don't see how we finish 11th and somebody keeps their job. Okay, let's talk about that then. You mentioned uh, uh, you want to win. We want to win. Uh, we all got an email thanking the fans, thanking the supporters. Um, from from Patrick Mahomes, thank you, Patrick. Uh, thanks for sliding into my emails. Uh, and I feel that uh, there was a turn, there was something said in there that kind of kind of made me do this. Hmm. And it, it said that uh, every year we like to build off the success of the previous year, and we have done that. And I'm like, hmm. Uh, what we do last year, Chris? I believe we were there at the uh, NWSL Championship. You know, we were there, runners up. So technically, to build off of that, or at very least, match it, would be to compete for that again. There was no build. What did we build other than a stadium? Is that what they're referring to? That's what we, we built upon? Roster yeah. construction, maybe? Uh, you know, I, I think we... I think roster construction is about the only positive you can, you can point to there. Uh, you know, the rookies obviously have... I think we're happy, really happy with how the rookies turned out. So, and, and maybe some last year, it was easy to build off the first year. Yes. Cause we were playing in a baseball stadium, uh, a little minor league baseball stadium, not doing shit, not yeah. winning until summertime. Right. Right. I, I, I just, you know, and I, I would like to think that, you know, she has a role. She can still be with the team, but she's not a head coach, you know, assistant. I don't know how many assistants they're allowed to have. Lee Wynn came in and, and, and fulfilled her role. Um, that she left taking the interim head coach job. So I don't know if she, you know, even has a, a role on this team if she's not the interim head coach. But yeah. I, I, I don't see how we, you know, retain her after finishing 11th. A lot of people are is throwing what it out is. Vlatko and Danofsky's name. A lot of people speaking that into existence. Papa V is what I call him. Uh, well, do you see any, see any, would that help? Does that do anything? Can that man do you know, he just lost out of the World Cup. Like, what are we? What's he gonna do? He has a much better track record as a club coach than a national yeah. team coach. He has two championships at Kansas City. He's endeared himself with the Longs in the front office. And how can you not, when he's had the success that he's had coaching women's soccer on a club level? The one, you know, I'm open to it. I'm definitely not anti, you know, Antonovsky. Um, The one thing that I think would give me a little hesitation is that. During the World Cup, a lot of players came out and, in some form or fashion, mentioned how they did not like how, you know, the positions they were put in, or they were, were critical of uh, of Lotko on the national well, team. And how can you bring national team players over if he's the coach and they had that experience? Or, you know, how can you retain some national team players, some 
if they hear some of their friends and, and, and teammates say some of those things. Coaching a national team is far different from coaching a club. You don't get near as much time with these players. You, for sure. Meaning you don't get time for them to gel, right? So to be in charge of a club gives you a little, you know, it's, I would say it's less of a challenge. I'd say being in charge of a national team is a huge challenge. Very much so. You know, so uh, th- there is no rumor here. There's no no one saying like, oh, Vlatko's having conversations with the Longs and the Mahomes. Uh, but you know what's happened. You, I mean, it, what are you talking about? You can't say that, though. It, I mean, how do you know? Because he, he, uh, he comes to current games. He's come to the games. He's come to the current games. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he can, he's there to scout players as well when he was coaching for the national team. Is he, he in the he, South Stand? Uh, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Um, th- there's no way in this world I think that they have not had some contact or communication at any point in time, especially amid reports that the current were interested once he got let go. So, I mean, I, I, I don't think we have to read between the lines too much. Now, that doesn't mean that they're not looking and multiple people as well, right? Like, I, they're not putting all their eggs in the Vladko basket. I just think the conversations had to have happened. I, I, I would bet a lot of money that they've that's at least been a conversation between the two. I bet you could save money to keep Coach Bloom. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, I don't know. What's that price tag look like? I, I think, uh, you know, they're a billionaire or, you know. Yes. I, I, I am. I have spared no expense and it, they don't have to fit under a cap on those. So like, you know, but what is where blue? Okay. Where is going to have a, an interview. Like they will have a conversation. And I think that looks like if we choose to retain you, what, what do you do next year? Like what, how can you change things, build off of things, you know? And I, I don't know what she, what she says. I don't know what, uh, what fight she has in her corner. Injuries, I think, is is probably the 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 elephant. Blame injuries. I mean, you, that's just that's just placing blame. It's like I want to know what you can do. Don't tell me that that it's someone else's fault. Oh, you didn't have the tools necessary. You got to do with the tools you're given. Well, especially know. since even even our injured starting line or start starting lineups without the injuries, we still had better roster than a lot of these teams, in my opinion. Exactly. No. You're so, right. so I I don't think. I don't think there's anything she could say that in my, if I'm in the front office, that would make me retain her. But I think she can coach somewhere. I mean, she can go overseas and coach. I still think there's a lot of things she can do. Um, I don't know if she could, you know, go back to Sweden and and, and coach. I'm sure she'll have options. Um, She got a lot of very valuable experience, but. Well, hey, it takes some, it takes some brass balls to say that after a game to say like, I think I, you know, can be a head coach in this league. And it's like, well, okay, hey, write your own ticket. I'm all for that self-love, man, and and speaking things into existence. You know what I mean? Fake it till you make it. I, I mean, we were down 2-0, and, and, you know, this team came back. Like, she's bred resilience and, and fight in this team. So, right. we, yeah, I think she's done some Numerous times this year. Yeah. So, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, shoot, man. I, uh... Dude, that's wild. Actually, I uh, I scroll down on your notes later. Like I literally just start talking and we get on something, and I just scroll down to the Coach Webloom section. I'm like, oh shit, we just did that. <laughs> that's wild. We got the trophy thing later. If you wanna, you know, skip that trophy sure. things back there. Uh, hey, Joe's KC Barbecue coming to the stadium. What a time that is for my vegan heart. No. <laughs> No, it's cool though, right? Like it's it's a local it's a local situation. It's a local business coming into, like I mean, it's just it's bringing the city together, man. People know the name. It's a local business that's nationally renowned. Yeah, you know, I love like, their chips. Their guys' potato chips with the Joe's KC seasoning. It's very delicious. When I ate meat, I liked I love Joe's. So like, sure. I we we have we had one of our friends visit from LA. We did a few a couple things. We went to a sporting game, um, showed around Kansas City, and went to Joe's. So, yeah, and, and he, he absolutely loved it. I, you know, this is, I think, what makes the current special when it comes to integrating the community and what they do. You know, a lot of national, I'm sorry, a lot of other teams, specifically in MLS, are kind of corporatizing everything yeah. because they can make more money. The current are taking the community fan 
route, and and I lo- absolutely love to see it. It it would uh, man, I freaking I went to Angel City game, and they had a local vegan chicken restaurant in the stadium, and I was like, oh my god, if I had season tickets here, I would eat this every time. Every game I'm there, I would make sure I don't eat dinner before the game because I'm eating it at the game. That'd be so dope. Um, This is just one vendor of many to be announced, I'm sure. Right. right? Um, But dude, I've been to multiple stadiums around the country and the best ones I've been to have that local feel. Austin's got freaking taco trucks out there. Uh, Vegan Vietnamese food. Uh, Minnesota has some local stuff at their place. It's just... uh, then you go to a place like Sporting who ditched the boulevard for Anheuser-Busch and has like concession stands of randomness across the stadium, right? It's just, it's different. So this is great. This feels local. This feels like they care. And I'm excited. What I like about it too, I've talked to a lot of people who are like, I'm going to come and catch a Kansas City Kurt game at their new stadium because it's a big deal and they want to be part of that. Everybody from around the country want to come and be a part of that. You know, they're going to come to this stadium and get a taste of Kansas City. It, 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 you know, they may not have much time to to visit Kansas City and explore Kansas City and get the general feel and vibe of of everything the city has to offer, but they can have a nice taste. They can have a sample size, toned down a touch, but just by coming to to the stadium. And I think that's you know something to to be very uh, proud of and just a great move by the organization as a whole. It can't come soon enough, man. I, I know we'll get, uh, you know, we'll get a schedule of events, you know, coming out sometime in the off season, telling us when the new season kicks off, and then followed by drafts and the schedule announcement, and stuff ramps up pretty quick around here. So it's, uh, I, I expect more announcements like that at the new stadium. Um, it's exciting. I'm pretty pumped. I, I'm gonna email my buddy Patrick Mahomes and tell him how pumped I am. If I just respond to that email, does that go to him? Yeah, just hit reply all. Um, okay. I'm sure, I'm okay. sure he's going to get it. <laughs> Got it. I'll give it a shot. Okay. Uh, man, did I miss anything? Oh, uh, good. Yeah, we got one last uh, touch of news. The unofficial, as of pretty much today, the first round of the NWSL 2024 draft uh, order is is out. Um, we can only really comment on what, you know, 14, I'm sorry, one through, uh, sorry, one through eight. So the first one is Utah Royals. They're going to have the first pick. And then second pick goes to Bay FC, you know, um, Chicago and, and all of their 50 goal against glory is going to have the third pick. Kansas City locked in the fourth pick. North Carolina has the fifth pick, um, that they they got from Houston. Louisville has a sixth pick, and Washington has the seventh pick, and Orlando has the eighth pick. And then everything after that will will you know kind of be decided upon um, the playoff results. So nice. never too early to talk about the draft. I'm a I'm a draft nerd. I love to talk about it. Um, we're gonna cover that pretty extensively uh, over this off season. That works. Pretty excited stuff. Maybe. Uh... Maybe we'll see some kind of trade up on our end or something like last year. You never, you never know. Well, especially with the expansion draft, you know that's going to be heartbreaking. I don't want to see. I don't want to lose any of these players. No, for sure. We're for sure. Well, shoot, man. Okay. Well, guys, thank you so much for uh, for being here with us this week. Um, it wasn't a losing podcast. We 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 drew the game and we came with winning with a winning attitude here. So we did it for you. Um, if you guys, if you guys could be so kind, hit us up on Apple Podcast, five stars, ratings and reviews, Spotify as well. Uh, you can reach us at No Other Pod on on X, formerly known as Twitter, uh, at Dan Kuzer, at Chris Wright twenty one. Uh, email us NoOtherPod at gmail Any questions about the off season you might have? Uh, we're locked into the NWSL playoffs, so we're gonna come in every week, talk about different storylines, and uh, you know, have a little fun with it. So. Stay tuned, guys. Nerd out with uh, with us on women's soccer, and uh, we'll be back next week. So, love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard.
You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com